Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. We're regular Boy Scouts here. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> welcome back to... Seth, I was going to leave it in, obviously. <laughs> welcome back to Faking Movies. This is uh, this is episode one, Wyclef Wyclef. Uh, Good <laughs> to God. <laughs> 188. Uh, I'm, I'm Lee. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, and uh, there was a coup this week. Oh yeah, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I maybe we live in a much darker or much brighter world when this drops. Maybe unclear. <laughs> uh, I'm. Mm, yeah. We can never know. <laughs> uh, so I brought the mood down uh, with my friend Zach. How are you? <laughs> I'm. I'm doing okay uh yeah i don't know it's uh you gotta with all the covid that we've been through and all that you gotta just i've been like removed from the coup like just kind of going like man that is fucking crazy can't think about it too much Mm -hmm. might jump out a window yep uh, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Well, we're also here with our dear friend Seth, who um, works. Oh yeah, no, I, I I live in in that in that town where that occurred. Yep. In fact, yep. Uh, yep. I I work uh, no less than mm, a mile away from there. So yeah, you, you, you saw a military tank. This I, week, I, I yeah, correctly. I did. I saw yeah. some I saw <laughs> some tanks. I saw uh, uh-huh. some fires next to my building. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a it was a fun fun happy go lucky time um no doubt but i saw a really great meme today that was <laughs> this this is good because i was gonna say maybe we should uh now that we've acknowledged that um horrible evil happened, yeah that, that, um, that, that we should mm-hmm. talk about things that maybe we've been using to cope yeah, that the, the oh, fascists sure. have been um incredibly overt of late mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yeah but um at least they're starting to get arrested. That's good. Yeah, um, that yeah. Was... and fired everywhere. Oh, so many fires. And a few of them dead. <laughs> yep. Well, and you know what? I'm not upset. I, you know uh... what? I'm, t- I'm tired. I'm. T- I just. I fucking. I drew the line. I used to say like, well, I hope no one died. No, I don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm glad that guy died. It's I'm glad that guy brought tased on, himself and died. Yeah, brought it on yourself kind of situation. I'm glad yeah. that lady yeah. with the no, "Don't tread on me" side got trampled. Like, I'm sorry, it was I'm done. Kind of yeah. hilariously yeah. ironic. Um, <laughs> I, again, I mean, not not that is not, just, that's not just good clean fun. Belittle yeah. human life, but they clearly do. So, right. This yeah. is my point. Yeah. But anyway, things um, that are yeah, making anyway, us feel less. So like shit. there was uh, yeah. a very fun meme that I just saw maybe an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> that was the uh, what what are they called the 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 new Numians from uh, episode one of of Star Wars okay. or is that well, the the Japanese fish aliens yeah, the, the racist Japanese yeah, fish aliens the Japanese mm-hmm. oh. named after Newt Gingrich yeah oh um and uh and then it was juxtaposed against a picture of Qui Gon Jinn who was labeled 2020 and Obi Wan that was labeled 2021 it was oh, there are two of them. <laughs> okay all right that uh, right. that pig if i could piggyback off that i started following a twitter account that's just it's just quiet it's just called qui-gon jinn and they just over and over again tweet all of qui-gon jinn's dialogue 
from the Phantom Menace in order and then cycle right back to the top. <laughs> See, that's the, that is the dumbness we need right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, things, things that I found. So I found a new beer I like. Oh, um, what is that? Okay, okay. I really wanted some peach tea this week, but peach tea that wasn't super sweet. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, my local uh, Wegmans had a um, Beals Beer Peach Tea Blonde Ale. Ew. Let wow. me tell you. Uh, this is the kind of beer that could really ruin your career if you have it at a work outing because you would just down them, down them, down them, down them, down them. Oh, it's one the, of those. The bourbon barrel stout of the yeah. world. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then also um, Petra Hayden, a uh, musician I quite like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, posted today an uh, acapella cover of Life on Mars by David Bowie, and I, I cried a whole bunch at work, yeah. but in a good way. <laughs> at, and yeah. As, yeah. as we are recording on, the, uh, on David Bowie's birthday... And so, mm-hmm. oh no shit! He, Nick Cage's birthday was yesterday. What a fucking <gasps> power week! Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what a shit. great fucking time to be burned, birthed. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Lord knows. Um. Anyway, so this week, uh, Zach didn't get to talk about what makes him feel oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mine. Mine I, was just uh, meme sharing, so I don't. I don't feel great yeah, about that. Mine's not that great. It's also been going on for like. Uh, like a calendar month. Well, I mine have... was a pander to try to like maybe for somehow get a sponsorship. <laughs> oh shit! Sure. I love beer. You know, I ad. fucking love Michelin tires. Let me talk about that for five minutes. I just bought new tires. I don't need tires. I have been right. watching uh, the 2014 series of MasterChef Australia, and they talk about Michelin a lot. Oh. Oh, oh well, famous because of the 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 restaurant ratings. Yes, precisely. But it's the same company. Assume, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is the same company, which is very strange. And I but, mostly yeah. care about Boudebon. That's the name of the Michelin Man. Oh, oh. you guys, have you guys never interfaced with the Michelin Corporation in the real terms? Because I, I buy tires from them, but that's yeah, no, I think the <laughs> highest quality tires I've ever had were Goodyear, so no. Mm, well, oh, well, Boudevon would tell you okay. that you should go to I don't know Gordon Ramsay's fucking restaurants or some shit. I don't know. Oh, uh, we should go to Fleur de Lis. That uh, chef A Bear, and I can't remember his last name. He's some weird chef who is also a DJ, and uh, he was on the first season of Top Chef Masters, and he lost to Rick Bayless in the finals. Oh, Uh, oh, well, I stand by that decision. I mean, yeah, I mean, sure, but his brother sucks. (laughs) Mm, That's true. Yeah, I'm not holding it against him. Make some (laughs) good-ass Mexican Mm. food. Sure do. Boudébon. Yeah, my my thing has been an opiate-like addiction to this young gentleman. To heroin. Nope. Well, (laughs) might have eased the pain a little bit more, but... uh, this gentleman called Machine Gun Kelly. Are you fellas familiar with Machine Gun Kelly? Jeez. I know that he's a famous, <laughs> famous person, and that, and I know that you talk about him a lot. You do but talk no. about him a lot, but I've never... Stop. I go into fugue state drunk YouTube. So he used to be a rapper, and he's got tattoos all over him. Everybody should know he's that so uh, in, in one of the group chats that we are all yeah. a part of, Zach routinely... Probably three to four times a week, we'll get blackout drunk and, just, and spend hours from the time period of like 12 a.m. to 4 a.m. Yep. sending <laughs> endless YouTube videos of of musical performances yeah. with like minimal commentary. Yeah. All right. I'm not getting fucking a.m. blackout drunk four times a week, but it's maybe like once every other week. Or I said three yeah. to four times a week, and I stand by it. Wow. <laughs> All right. So this yeah, he used to I, be a rapper, and he has tattoos. Mm-hmm. Used to be a rapper. Then he did a brief stint in acting, and all of that is trash. But now he sings, like, pop punk songs, and 
I just, it's like... You didn't I, tell me he did pop. Yeah. I know. Why well, didn't you, you clearly didn't watch my fucking well, 2 a.m. playlist, bud. Because we have jobs, <laughs> Zach. <laughs> I have a job? Doesn't stop me from doing this shit. Seth well, I probably had Seth a job Seth goes until into now. the office, and I have to go to work, and you work from home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's, little that's easier for you to... to, to just to, kind of... Comatose your way through the to, day, I guess. To fuck off mostly, yeah. No, that's that's fair. Yeah, it's real good. I'll I'll send one. Uh, uh, Bloody Valentine is the, nope. the current Pass. one. If, I if mean, Machine YouTuber, Gun Kelly yeah. is a real like pop punk name, yeah. or maybe like I feel like he's like the third lead singer of of Dropkick Murphys, and then he got <laughs> kicked out, and then the second lead singer came back. That's the kind of name that. Yeah, yeah. it's it's. Uh, I mean, he is a human piece of trash. Don't get me wrong, but his songs are. Ooh, god damn, they stick oh, in Oh, so he's like Gary yeah. Sinise. Oh, I love it. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> he's Gary like Gary Sin- who? Gary Sinise. <laughs> Sinise? Is he a sh- piece of shit? I don't know. Actually, I shouldn't I shouldn't disparage Gary Sinise. I was just, Everything I, was, I know about Gary Sinise is he was one of the uh, founding members of the Steppenwolf Theater Company in Chicago. Uh-huh. True. true. He facts, is yeah. committed to live theater. Uh-huh. He... Uh, runs or is involved in the running of at least one uh veteran based um um charity uh a lot of no reason the troop stuff no reason other than just the goodness of his heart as far as i can tell Uh, i did not mean to disparage gary sinise i don't really know (laughs) you said we were talking about music and shitheads and you said gary and the word that came out of your mouth next was not glitter i don't know you could have just slam dunked it i yeah i could yeah, have i yeah. really should have said gary glitter because rock and roll part two is a oh boy and uh, they use oh, it in fucking also joker a, man. a known sexual predator isn't he oh like, yeah yeah, a yeah. No, no. yeah. He, uh, <laughs> gary glitter yeah. and people should stop using rock and roll part two as much as possible joker could still use it because fuck that yeah too, fuck, but... fuck all of that fuck, <laughs> yeah. fuck sure, sure. all that fashy bullshit yeah <laughs> todd phillips is a bad director yep agreed whoa all right not getting man i am uh... i am i am just so pissed off <laughs> at all of that shit right now that i can't i can't mm-hmm. even pull punches anymore it's it's a headspace there's yeah, there is know, there is no more room for for letting them get by with their stupid fashy bullshit yeah i just yeah. can't I'm sorry. I mean, you saw tanks this week. That's yeah. Uh, I have. It's pretty fucking wild. <laughs> I, I lived in foreign countries where I have been in fights with Nazis, literal Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I Fair have point. scars to prove it. Let's. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And then you come home and you go, well, at least we don't have the. Oh. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> All of my family yeah. didn't die from this or anything. Well. That... <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring it down oh. for a moment. No. <laughs> Um, so, Zach's doing a movie this week. Yeah, we have superb intro. I, I, I just Very I feel like intro. we're just yeah. in such a weird headspace right now because, mm-hmm. you know, things finally came to a head even though we knew they were going to come to a head. Yeah. We've been yeah. saying for four years yeah. this was going to happen. So there was, there was a glimmer four years ago where it's like, maybe it'll just be a dumb goof thing. Mm, no. no. And it wasn't. No. It was I do remember so that. Much, so much hate. When we came off of Trump getting elected and then it was like, all right, maybe he'll just like fucking Hollywood his way through this. Maybe he'll just be, be so ineffectual that it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. yeah. No. It, it could just be four years of nothing. Yep. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so. Alas, here we are. Yeah. Anyway, it's almost done. At least this yeah. part of it. So. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Moving right along off to so Zachary's movie, even though yeah, that's I not just, his just, name, but that's fine right now. Uh, my, K- name, my name is Zachary. Yeah. Ah! That's a Kermit, is Kermit, and uh, and Fozzie did a did an update to that song during the quarantine. Oh, it's really cute. I, oh. I mean, the lyrics are all the same. They just did it over. They did it as a Zoom oh, thing. It was, it was, it was really cute. cute. I watched it yesterday. I... Wait, I. Oh, this is terrible. I have one more diversion. Seth reminded me by saying the word Zachary. Do it. Yeah. Okay. So I, my mom texted me a picture of a stack of law office mail that came to her house that I haven't lived at for 12 years (laughs) addressed to me. And I was like, she's like, the literal text was just stack of mail from law offices. Is everything okay? (laughs) I "I don't know. Open those up and you tell me if everything is okay. It turns out that you got sued because of the show. Mm. Oh, I would have relished that. I mean, we could have fought that one probably. Well, I, we've said some horrendous things on here. Yeah, I mean, we, 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 we can probably get away with like uh, satire and for you stuff and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. If anybody thinks that think so. this isn't a joke, I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> we should have made that clear by now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so uh, it was uh, based on your upcoming court appearance for statute something, something, something. I looked it up. It is. Pulling a fire alarm or causing uh, like false reports to a fire agency. When did you something? last do this, Zach? <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Uh, so well, I that went... makes you okay. you are now the second uh, friend of mine who has gone to court for that. So, well, th- spoiler alerts, uh, all is well. But uh, I had to call the court and I said I have not lived in that state that uh, you are talking about for twelve years. You can look up my current state's like uh, driver's license or whatever. The clerk was very friendly. She goes, really, 12 years? And I was like, yep. And she goes, okay, I'm going to call the cop and figure this out. And I said, that would be awesome. Thank you. Um, took a couple days of me kind of background panicking. Like, that's not like murder or yeah, anything. Course, but like, yeah. I don't want to have to drive it's to a different state. It's also not good. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't want to have to deal with that either. Don't, so. don't drive three um, states over to deal with that bullshit. Exactly that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and so then she called me back and she goes, yeah, it was uh, just another person with exactly your same name. And somehow they entered your social security number and also uh, date of birth in as the, uh, co- the in, when in they the booked them. Essentially. Right. Yep. And I was like, how? What? <laughs> like, it's probably a drop down menu. You put the name in and it's like, here's the. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was like. Is it that stupid? And like mm-hmm. that, like cops literally like one mouse misclick and yeah. Like, yeah. you could be yes. indicted for shit. Like, yes. Yes, it is. Yep. Uh, my life. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I've, I've, I mean, I have oh, a reasonably common name. Uh, not, oh, not, very common. I mean, yeah. my, my last name is crazy common, but my first name is yeah. particularly yeah. Jewish. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've don't even get me started on your middle name. Oh boy, <laughs> oi gavalt. Um, uh, that's it. But that's yeah, no, I've had exactly the same issue occur where oh, somebody really? wow. in the state where my parents still live uh, had a mm-hmm. they have the same name as me because they're a bunch of Christian fundamentalists. Because the only people with my first name are either Christian fundamentalists or Jews. Ugh. Yeah, there's <laughs> nothing in between. Also, yeah. also, uh, famous Hispanic wrestlers from Iowa who uh, they try to make whiter with their uh, wrestling name. Talking oh. about Seth Rollins, huh. <laughs> whose real that... name is Colby Lopez. Yeah, I was going to say that Seth Rollins does sound pretty white. Colby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plays well in Iowa, I would imagine. Huh. Yeah. I wish my name yeah, was that's fucking terrifying. Cheese McGee. I have a... 
My name is uh, incredibly rare, uh, the, the combo of the two. In fact, uh, we literally only, looked it up. Yeah, <laughs> there was only one other person and their dad. So, yep. Yep. <laughs> they were in, they were a software engineer in Minnesota. Why are you? Oh, so they so yourself? they got the your name your name dot com URL, and you can probably never get your hands on mm. that. Is that the problem? Mm, fuck! <laughs> Didn't even think of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they're dead, they're not paying for it anymore. I mean, so I've you, used you I've used last name dot first name as my email since high school, so like That's I true. dodged That's a true. bullet on that one. Yeah. That's right, everybody. Fartsound.lee.gmail. <laughs> Send the emails his way. Dot Gmail. But Gmail is spelled G-E-E. And it's a dot org. <laughs> it's very confusing. Yeah. 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 It yeah. was free. <laughs> free money from the internet. I'm Michael Laszlo. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Uh, fuck. Uh, Matt, 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 Matt Lesko. Lesko. Matt Lesko. All right, Michael Lasko. One of my aunts went to high school with him. Wow. Wow. No Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get anyway, into yeah. this movie. Show. <laughs> We're a hundred hours into this podcast. Uh, yeah, this week I am doing a movie called Cigarette Burns, which uh-huh. is not a very fruitful title, turns out. Yeah, it's a um, little tough. Uh, it is. Sure. It's very specific, which always makes it Turns hard. out yeah. I feel like it's not that important to the movie, but that's just me. Okay. I might um, be wrong. Same here. I think you're wrong, but let's, you know, move on. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, kind of a weirdo right. cast this week. Um, yeah. But I like it. It really worked for my movie, turns oh, out. Um, so that sounds fun. We have, yeah, uh, the beloved, the American hero, Norman Reedus. Uh, yep. This of, is uh, this is one of his first, uh, just to spoil, like, time mm-hmm. frame. This is one of his first big roles. Yeah, um, okay, so, like, pre-Walking like, Dead. Oh, with for sure, pre-Walking Dead. Pre-Hideo Kojima video game. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Post, post, post becoming, like, discovered because he was a, a model and pre, like, oh. anything that he's known for. Yep. Yeah. Oh I wait, think no. It's... Fucking um, college student favorite movie, Boondock yeah, Saints. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think it's pre <laughs> yeah. Boondock Saints too. Wow. Yeah, okay. it might okay. be. Okay. I'd have to double I'm check. I'm gonna look it, at it right on. now. But, okay. Um, oh, yeah, thanks, yeah. bud. Uh, <laughs> um, another fucking powerhouse here, uh, Udo Kier. Uh, Love Udo which, Kier. Yeah, you would know as um, the guy from Big Lebowski, the uh, evil German guy from everything. Yeah, <laughs> and everything else. Yeah, that's or the weird. creepy German guy from everything else. Yeah, with the eyes and the thousand yard stare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Christopher Redman, uh, who I had to look up, but I recognize his face. He's been around for sure. Um, this is both post Budok Saints and post Blade Two, if that helps. Oh, <laughs> Blade Two. <laughs> that the, does not help best, at all. The best Blade movie. It's, it's, oh, really? Confusingly, it's the one yes. that Guillermo del Toro directed. Yeah. What? Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. I had no yeah. idea. Wow. Okay. Wow. All right. But still, like, before um, any of his, like, this, the, the where he really started taking off. For instance, Boondock yeah. Saints 2, All Saints Day. I've never seen Boondock Saints. Here's two things. I've only seen Boondock parts Saints. of it. One? I've, I've never seen the first one, but oh, I've it's... seen about 15 minutes of the second mm-hmm. one. And a girl I briefly what? dated in college had a Boondock Saints tattoo on her collarbone. Yeah, that... I remember you ah, mentioning makes this sense. to me that on a number of sense. occasions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, at least you can take down a poster. A tattoo is just oh god. 
That's brutal. It says the man with more insane <laughs> tattoos than the rest of us. Oh, I'm totally. I would rather eighteen thousand more of my tattoos than one Blue Duck. <laughs> have you uh, have you gotten that that Jar Jar Binks pizza box full back piece yeah. yet? I have not. Uh, COVID is really clogging uh, up the works. If you I, get that tattoo, you have to get the outline of the pizza yeah, box. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. obviously. Yeah. It makes the oh, whole. Yay! Yeah. It's the same Veritas or whatever it is on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> I I have yet to find a tattoo so stupid that like. Like they kick me out of the shop, but like that is really toeing the line. <laughs> this this pizza box from the nineties, not the image on it, the whole pizza, the box. whole pizza box, or, or and it has a Boondock Saints Veritas on it. <laughs> They'd make me pay extra and sign an NDA and be like, "This never happened." If you tell anyone I did this, I swear to God. <laughs> uh, one of my employees a few weeks ago was like, mm, "I'm I'm going to get a tattoo this afternoon. I'm so excited." I'm like, "Oh, cool. Where 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 are you going?" Because I, you know, I'm familiar with the places around town. And she goes, mm-hmm. "Oh, my cousin's a tattoo artist." Like, "Oh, cool. Where where do they work?" Like, "Oh, they don't work anywhere. They're just." Yeah. I'm like, "No, don't my... get a tattoo from your oh, cousin." Man. My own living room. The old. Living I room have tattoo. some fun yeah. stories about a time that there was a guy that tried to give me a tattoo out of the back of his van. Uh, <laughs> it was a whole thing. But but more to this point, when I got when I got the the big ass piece that's on my arm, the tattoo artist said he does he does not do anything with words, and he oh. does not do anything with crosses. Those are his two lines. Is huh. he not like Nazi shit? Oh yeah, no no. He also said no no like no hate no speech hate speech no no racist paraphernalia. One. But he's like he won't do crosses yeah. either, and he won't do words because he he's like. You can just like anybody can do words, right? And he he and I mean, I I think he was a really good artist. So, I mean, your tattoo is yeah. So, so. uh, but I always thought that was kind of fun. But I should get a very toss across the top of this thing. No, get one on your collarbone like she did. (laughs) In in memorandum, Lee's three wick girlfriend. I think three weeks might be a little exaggerating. One, one but... week, yeah, whatever. Like from, oh, uh, it's all bullshit. It's all terrible. This is terrible. Zach, pull us out of. So this. who's the third person or fourth person? How I, many people yeah. did we third, do so far? Third is third is Chris Redman, uh, who is unremarkable in every yeah. way. But I do uh, recognize except him. for one thing, Zach. He is married in real life to Marguerite Marneau. No idea who that. Oh wait, uh, fucking uh, what's her D two Mighty Ducks? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she's and been also, in stuff recently. Oh, yeah. and, and uh, your favorite, Wet Hot. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, she's great. Yeah. Okay. Fun. Wow, he really scored with that he, one. He's, he's also been in like he. Does, he's, he's a, a real that guy. Like he's, he's in a lot of stuff. He's yeah. in a lot yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Surprise. He looks like John from Accounting. Like that's kind of his thing. I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think mostly. Yeah. 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 Definitely doesn't look um, like that in this. Oh my god. No, he does Ooh. not. Okay. Uh and bringing up the rear, a person I have literally never heard of, uh Zara Taylor. She is a Canadian mostly musician and sometimes actor, I, I think. I, yeah, we, we so we I there's forgot like two women in this whole thing. Taylor, so. Okay. Yeah. I did need a female character. Thank you for that. That's yeah. much much yeah. obliged. Yeah. Um, okay, I have two uh, ones I didn't go with that I'll Excellent. do real quick. Um, first one, this was the one I thought I was going to go with, and in hindsight, terrible. Um, they, it's a movie inside a movie. They're filming a movie, 
it's like dark, it's very brooding, maybe a horror movie, whatever. And they slowly realize that not everything is as it seems. They're essentially trapped inside what appears to be a larger experiment that obviously Udo is orchestrating. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. Yeah, and he's always German, sort of like... check, crazy eyes, yeah, check. Exactly. Oh, yeah. boy. And he's always sort of like smoking a cigarette in the back, and there's probably like a torture scene with burning and stuff. German, like check. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it like writes itself, Oh, of course, man, yeah. Zach, call me yeah. Gwen Stefani, because I have no doubt that that's what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> call me Gwen Stefani, because I'm a hollaback girl. <laughs> this is like for like a middle No, 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 don't move past that. You make me sit in that. <laughs> we really should have. Uh... It's, it's just, like, too obvious and kind of dumb. Um, the one uh, I ran by my wife, and she liked a lot, was uh, the story of the life of a couch at a bar uh, that, of course, has a lot of cigarette burns on it. Oh. And it's, it's a single, unmoving shot the entire time, and our characters occupy the space and come in and out. And oh, we sort so of it's like that, like, like sequence at the party in uh, SLC Punk. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. When heroin Bob dies and uh, yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. Matthew Lillard falls in love with a lady. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. God, I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. and I don't. It, it's bad, but I love. It's it's formative for me. Yeah. It's fine. I feel like that's an interesting um, art piece, but uh, I'm yeah, not sure. I couldn't it flesh can it out. Actually, like, flesh out into a movie without like a whole yeah. lot more forethought than we're willing to put. I think into it would things. make a, a perfectly. Yeah. Yeah perfectly fine short yep. film mm-hmm. yeah like a 25 minute kind of john like yeah that would yeah about consumerism it. and couches i think you're or talking about like the kind of conversations <laughs> that people have in a bar yeah like yeah. yeah some of it's supposed to be torturous like you know people being drunk and shitty and you're just like oh god we have been there. yeah mm-hmm. and and yeah. you can definitely like explore like real real shitty people and then yeah yeah, mm. yeah. So probably yeah, good ones too. Either, let's let's keep it impossible. a positive. Let's 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 have some good people yeah. on that couch too. Yeah. Well, I would have had to insert you know somebody. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay. Real thing. Uh, here we go. All right. It's it's a bit of a whirlwind. Zara Taylor, unknown person to me, but uh, center of my movie, is an ultra high end BDSM mistress. Okay. Ooh, fun. So. Uh, oh. Like, so. Oh, I, I see where this is going already. All right. <laughs> I think yeah, it's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so she's like so high end that you have to work your way up through her recommendation hierarchy uh-huh. of lesser known mistresses mm-hmm. to Ooh, even get into her dungeon. Like you got to wow. really get in there. Um, so she's also like I'm not even into BDSM, and now I want to be there. I know I'm not e- either, but like it really fascinates me. Like the whole thing. Yeah. Is, uh, well, no, just it's it's this a, hierarchy. Yeah, it's the exclusion yeah, that's it's important. Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's also incredibly savage, like not for the faint of heart. Like you have to be really committed to the lifestyle. So like, that's part of why the you have to work your way up. Exactly. Like she doesn't want fucking amateurs in here. Like she's like, I'm only doing the the people right, that really want right, to right. get the shit that are done. actually mm-hmm. Tony who who likes to get like you know slapped with his belt every once in a while ain't yeah. gonna cut it. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. no, that goes to Tina around the corner. Yeah, yeah, no, mm-hmm. no. fucking um, Tina. <laughs> Ain't so, no scrub. Uh, the, <laughs> the the format of this is we're doing a kind of run Lola run thing. Um, okay. All right. We see essentially the same events through three different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Tom Twiker action. Yep. Sure. Uh, that <laughs> of Udo, Chris, and Norman, uh, who are all obviously clients of hers. Um, each segment is like ten minutes long, and it overlaps the first five minutes of the events of the previous segment, and then the la- the 
So sorry, the last five minutes of the previous segment and the first five minutes of the next. So segment. it's like a, a so string you, of clients. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it, okay. It, it's it's them over and over and over, but you sort of see everything twice, but through these different perspectives, right? Okay. So the first going. time you see the end of someone's session through the person in the session's perspective, and you then immediately experience the end of their session through the next person. Exactly. Yeah, on like on like on a on dude on. waiting okay. in the hall, hearing the things going on in the room or whatever. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yep. That is exactly one of them. Yeah. Oh, this is very. Yeah, interesting. I like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's this like it's accordion like unfolding Cloud thing. Atlas, also directed by Tom Twiker. Oh no! Oh, that is an inscrutable <laughs> you, movie. No, can <laughs> I just say, like to- Cloud Atlas, the whole thing about Cloud Atlas is interlaced stories, and it's like it's barely. It's the most. I don't know why everybody thinks David Mitchell wrote this amazing book of interlaced stories when it's literally just. Oh, did you hear about this movie that existed in the past? And the previous storyline was the storyline they're talking yeah, about. No, no that, movie, that book is not interlaced. It's stupid <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. I fucking hated that book. That's some, that's... I, I didn't read the book. I assume they lost it in the edit on the movie, but if the book's like No, them, the book is not great. Something. I hate yeah, the book. That's some, that's some okay. Thomas Pinch and Mason and Dixon bullshit there, which I... I oh, that's a tough one to get through, I actually, <laughs> I actually quite liked it, but it still has this like weird interlaced story thing that doesn't quite match up the way I want it to. I need to give it another chance. I think you should. I think you would enjoy it, but... Sprawling. Um, I did just (laughs) read 10,000 Doors of January, which was a Hugo finalist this past year, which... um, does the interlaced story thing in an incredible way. Remind me of that when... I love it with all my heart. Excellent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hmm. We're all sci-fi book club Fairies, oh, I guess, at this point. I'm yeah, so sad poor, about dead that. book club. I, I <laughs> have all, I have all the book club books read, so I uh, same at this point. Yeah, hmm. we we found D and D, and it's so much better. <laughs> so yeah, uh, okay. Uh, so moving on, introducing all of Sorry the other... for the derailment. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 we're we're doing it this week. It's fine. Um, introducing all three characters. Uh, so Udo is one of her longest running clients, and he is deep into the life mm-hmm. yeah that checks out uh, <laughs> yeah I, obviously notice i wrote him first because it's yeah and that's that's definitely true in this <laughs> movie too let's be honest yeah sure yeah that shows um, up so he he attends several sessions a week uh and has zara essentially on retainer at this point mm-hmm. um as per the arrangement that they've worked out uh his thing is voyeurism and cuckolding so they rarely actively work together, uh, and instead uh, he has various peepholes into the dungeon and watches other people's sessions, which is kind of a moral quandary, I would say. Yeah, I was about but, to ask, uh, <laughs> are the other people aware or not? I would say no, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you know, Zara's the master of her own universe, and she doesn't really give a shit. So I guess if people are signing up for Zara's... Uh, uh, Services. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, there, uh, There's some, like, implied consent mm-hmm. on a lot of... Right, like they they are putting themselves into her hands, whatever she feels is appropriate. Or, right, know. yeah. I, I don't think she's like upset about it. Yeah. Um, so it's clear that Zara is specifically playing to him at various points uh, in other sessions to arouse his fantasy, like uh, through the people. Sure. She like winks at him and stuff. So even amongst the elite that make it that far, they cannot even touch you. Yeah. No, no, no. He is, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, a god among BDSM people. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, so, um, he, when he's watching, he achieves this almost catatonic state, uh, when he watches the sessions through the peepholes to the point. Dear God, this checks out for Udo Kier. Yeah, I know. Of course. This is really well cast. Just blank yeah. stares through tiny, tiny holes in walls, yeah. of course. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, the, it's so extreme that he has to effectively come down afterwards for a period of time uh, to like go back to being a normal come person. Come down. 
Well, I mean, <laughs> um, in Udo's segments, I mean, uh, he ejaculates. Very... Yeah, no, yeah. And it goes down the wall. <laughs> that he's inside I did that head. yesterday. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> you said something out loud and expressed it? Is that what, that's what you mean by it? Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and also, I came. Wow, congrats, man. Hey. It's been a week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So uh, there's, we have different... I don't know how to recover from that. That's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to drink some wine and we'll just sit in that for like... Give it give it as long as it feels is necessary. Yeah. You know, sometimes I say these things on the show and my favorite part of it is that my boss listens. So, <laughs> yeah. Aaron, how are you? <laughs> oh, <God>. uh, woof. <laughs> um... Yeah. Uh, so the the segments are filmed differently. That's kind of the whole point. Is they each person gets to be the sort of narrative lens in which we see the world. Right. So, so you sure. do different yeah. different like filters and shit. Yeah. Uh, and in Udo's, everything feels very surreal, of course, because he's in this like uh, crazy state. Yeah. Euphoric um, uh, cum coma. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sticky walls. Uh, and so <laughs> we're not sure if we can like really trust everything that we're seeing, but uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, that's a real cube too. haze over the lens. Yeah. yeah. We smeared some quote Vaseline. On- <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh, there's so it's such soft edges everywhere. It's <laughs> baffling. Uh, okay. Uh, Norman is the second client. Uh, he's a kind of shitty drunk that can like really take a beating like really mm. likes the pain um, i can see him playing yeah. that kind of role yeah yeah exactly uh he pays like triple just as an asshole tax so zara keeps him on mm-hmm. um but he's a massive pain in the ass uh sure. and is like always a problem um so he's always super sloppy and angry at everything but she gets an almost cathartic relief from beating the ever-loving shit out of him every week mm-hmm. um because she in no way feels empathy towards him at all like he's just and it's consensual and yeah all sorts of stuff right? right and he's he's paying her a bunch of money and so it's all good mm-hmm. yeah um so his segments are all sort of fuzzy and sloppy but everything seems kind of heightened like like cocaine whatever like oh right so everything's it's, like really it's really like, like uh, sharp like a weird hyper focus yeah yeah, and yeah like like the movie crank and crank too yeah it's very dutch crank. yeah lots of dutch angles and stuff sure sure okay I could yeah I, I see what you're going for yeah, yeah right yeah. like I I I I don't want it like centered but it's still incredibly it needs to be more like frenetic or right there's all like, yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i got you okay okay um chris unsurprisingly is kind of a noob uh it's clear how that did he's he a get through shy. the ranks <laughs> i uh he just sort of worked his way up he just really you know he grounded he invested it yeah. but he's still you know kind of uh he's he's yeah. quite the pollyanna he is well <laughs> all right so it'll make sense when you hear his story uh Good so one, he he doesn't really know what he wants. Uh, it's revealed that he mostly feels sort of inadequate in his life and kind of like a loser. So he's trying this as a way to feel more like badass, essentially. Mm-hmm. And like he's lived a fuller life. Like he wants more stories and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's willing mm-hmm. to pay whatever money and like endure whatever thing because he wants so to he's, feel like he's, he's been able something. to he's been able to make his way up, but he's maybe not doing it for the right reasons. It sounds like the only one not who's doing it for the right reasons is Udo, but he's still kind of like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, we all have our problems in this world, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, His reasons are good, but his approach is bad. The other two, their approach is fine, but their reasons are bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Um, so Chris's segments are the closest to like a ground truth reality, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. Uh, but there's definitely an anxiousness to everything. Um, like it feels like there's always something terrible going to happen because that's kind of the life he's living, obviously. Um, so, uh, we'll assume that like this whole setup thing is like two thirds of the movie and, uh, all of that stuff I just talked about is just like establishing the universe and the characters and it's like, that's kind of... You know, it's like an interesting character study and this like whole accordion, you see everything twice thing is like, mm-hmm. I don't know, kind of speaks for itself. Um, so uh, third act of the movie, um, Zara is very upset with Norman one day after he's uh, being a somehow even worse asshole mm-hmm. than usual. Um, and they get into it pretty heavy and they both kind of lose it. Um, so this is in one of those foldover moments where we see it through Chris's eyes first. He's, as Seth, you mentioned earlier, he's in the waiting room hearing, like, a fucking cage match happen. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. Like, he's just like, ah, it doesn't sound good, but I don't know. It's all consensual, (laughs) so here we are. Um, Yeah, and uh, then we snap and see the same events from Norman's perspective, uh, where Zara is just fucking wailing on him as he, like, hurls verbal abuse at her. Yeah, right. The whole thing is very unhealthy and not in the spirit of the game. Very gross. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Chris is up next, of course, as he's waiting, uh, and Zara kind of loses it on him, um, really giving it to him. And so he's, he's gagged and he can't safe word anything mm-hmm. and she's burning him with cigarettes cause you know, cigarette burns, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and all other manners of torture until he just kind of goes limp when she finally snaps out of it. She realizes that he had a heart attack and died. <gasps> Fuck. Oops. <laughs> yeah. So panicking, of course, she runs into the lobby and finds Norman literally passed out on the floor. Uh, oh, no. She's, she's surprised to see him still here at all, but immediately realizes what must be done. She struggles to drag him in, uh, seemingly lifeless, uh, but he's actually just, like, passed right. out. Um, back into the dungeon and stages the whole thing to, of course, look like Norman tortured Chris to death in some sort of drunk induced jealousy rage Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and at this moment it seems like she has figured it all out however Uh, yeah we have udo care (laughs) there it is (laughs) she uh udo of course sees this whole thing which zara forgets initially um remember that he even exists she leaves him in the wall for like periods of time yeah um when she does maybe even doesn't know when he is or isn't there that's probably yeah yeah, Yeah. that i can feel like uh, that could be established yeah yeah yep yep Totally. Um, when she's doing the whole frame up thing, it dawns on her that he's in there. So thinking quickly, she uh, devises what seems like the perfect plan. She storms into Udo's inside the wall crawl space thing. And knowing he's in this like childlike fugue state that he always gets into, tells him that she's very proud of his progress and she thinks he's ready to take the next step. That step is the final ascension. He'll effectively live in the crawl space and she'll take full control over his everyday life. This, uh, yeah. Wow. So this should keep him placated and most importantly quiet about what yeah. he just said. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Uh, so we end on one of these other flips, uh, where it's uh, just Udo. This is uh, the final one. Mm-hmm. Udo's view, uh, through the peephole of the cops investigating what's going on, as Zara kind of nervously paces around and puts on a big show about how devastating everything was. Yeah. And, you uh-huh. know, oh, I can't believe this happened. Um, and this unfolds for a few minutes before one cop notices something in the wall and slowly walks over, meeting the camera at eye level to inspect the peephole, which is where we fade to black. Mystery ending. Oh, just we an don't know eye on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Damn. That's that the whole thing. That's, <laughs> can I just say? That's really solid. That's. 
My friends are so creative. I fucking love doing this thing. Like I yeah. every week, like that I, is <laughs> such a like intricate creative story yeah. for a thing that no one listens to. Yeah, this is great. Like we we put out gold week after week on this shit. Yeah. Some of these are so fucking Some good. of them are really good. I would say we put that out material every week, and sometimes well, yeah. it's very good. Yeah. One out of every ten is like, God damn, you feel like you got no, it. No, but yeah. I mean. Damn, Zach, that was fantastic. That was, thank you, that thank was you. Super, yeah. That was super Thoughtful, cool. interesting. Like, yeah. yeah. It, yeah. Like, right. it's, it's both disturbing and, like, enticing. Not, not really, like, like huh. There's it, it and there's like voyeuristic it's that it's that version of like 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 just boundary pushing. There's a version of boundary pushing that is just douchebag uh-huh. broy boundary. Yeah, pushing. that's all Should that torture for porn, the sake which of I don't care about. Right. Yeah. And you didn't do that. No, no. no. That's really everybody. You... Everybody knew their sort of situation here, which I think yeah, is critical. Uh, man, Zach, good God. Thanks. I mean, I got to give the biggest ups to Udo. Like, he was the inspiration I ran with. <laughs> He's a good actor. Yeah. He's like, really he, fucking yeah. good. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh boy. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, boys. Uh, what's uh, what's this whole other thing? Yeah, you want that IMDb yep. from I've, Seth? Yeah, I have got it. Um, huh. It's surprisingly long. All right. <laughs> All right. So this is Cigarette Burns, which uh, uh, was in 2005. Um, okay, that seems right based on all the Rita's timeline we talked. I about. did think it was a little earlier. That's my yeah. yeah. No, sure. I I think it was 2005. Um, so with a torrid past that haunts him, a movie theater owner is hired to search for the only existing print of a film so notorious that its single screening caused the viewers to become homicidally insane. Very fun. Cigarette burns is the thing would know to change. Yeah, I was about to ask. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's (laughs) and 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 uh, just since it's such about film, like that's why I think this title actually makes sense for it. And also, one of the so Norman Reedus's character owns a repertory theater and is also like a one of the things I like about this movie is it's set up like a kind of a supernatural private eye, so to speak. Mm -hmm. It's it's a little noiry where he's like he's he gets hired to find things that people can't find and it's all film related. Yeah. Okay. That's um, fun. And yeah. his one employee that we meet, his hobby is collecting the cigarette burns from rare film prints. Oh, and just like, the one film cell of the Yeah, and he print? just and he oh, just like cool. chops them out and he's like, "Oh, it was this famous director. I had to take uh, it." Yeah. <laughs> Oh, because he's working in a fucking projection booth, and he could just like do that. I guess. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Um. So, uh, before I get into the summary, mm-hmm. we cheated a little bit this week, Zach. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is technically a short film. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, All it's right. only about an hour long. Yeah. I mean. Congratulations, boys! Uh, yeah, fucking... I mean it's been a rough time, and we've been—it's—we all had to season. watch Eyes Wide Shut not that long ago. Yeah, that's like, true. That too, like yeah. it's a whole thing. But um, yeah. <laughs> so we 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 want a little bit of a break, and and sure. this is a thing I had seen a little while ago, mm-hmm. and I thought it would be interesting for the cast, mm-hmm. just because there's some people in it. Bef- well, like Udo Kerr is, you yeah, know, he'll always be—he's a forever famous in my eyes. Oh, um, for sure, yeah. yeah. But this is before Norman Reedus got big, uh, you yeah. know. Is the director um, like a person or no? Well, so we'll get into that in a second. Okay. Um, he he is, yeah. He it's it's kind of surprising. Like this is mm-hmm. a, a weird in between project yeah, for this yeah. person. Oh, okay. um, it's actually part of an anthology series. Mm-hmm. 
that was. I, I feel sh- like I'm getting set up now. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm watching your face going. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of. It was part of an anthology series on um, on Showtime actually uh, called Masters of Horror. I w- I swear to God, if John Carpenter comes out of your mouth, <laughs> <laughs> Zach, who do you think might have directed this? <laughs> <laughs> you are my favorite and least favorite people. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Oh my god. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah, it was John Carpenter. This is, uh, this is Johnny's favorite director. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, Jesus. I love you guys um, so much. <laughs> so the thing the thing about the Masters of Horror series is a bunch of horror directors oh. got together and they have like they have like a club at I, one point. I have watched some of these. I know of this thing. Yeah. I didn't watch on, this one, but I've seen some of these. Yeah. It's on Tubi if anybody wants to yeah, sign up for it's Tubi. On, or not. I didn't even no, sign up for it. No, you don't really just, have to sign up yeah. for it unless you want it to like... I mean, you can also watch Snoop Dogg's movie called Bones. Bones, uh, where he plays okay, a ghost, okay. um, and oh, it yeah. is bazonkers. <laughs> so you did? Uh, yeah, no, I've watched it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. um, but 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 uh, this is a series uh, of it's a it's a two seasons, and this is from season uh-huh. one, and it was okay. a bunch of famous horror directors who had like a an occasional dinner group, and they decided, why don't we make some smaller scale stuff? Yeah. And they pitched it as this anthology series, and it it was made in the the mid two thousands. I I love this idea of like no stakes. Like, there's probably something you wanted to make the whole time, but like nobody would buy it or whatever. And so like now's your chance. Yeah. Like make that mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Well, I'll give you the, the a, a little bit longer of a summary, but I think Seth has some opinions on that idea in terms of this is a thing they wanted to make but couldn't. I think yeah. Seth has... So um. Zach, we had you do another John Carpenter movie. uh, Oh, about a dozen. Yeah, Yeah. uh, (laughs) some time ago. And so the way that I watched this is I thought it was almost identical to In the Mouth of Madness. Oh, uh, that's the Sam Neill. That's the Sam Neill one Mm -hmm. where it's all about uh using media to bring about the apocalypse yes i I I actually watched this one yeah okay yeah i think that's i think i think thematically you're correct i i i felt like i so i was watching it and about halfway through i was like what the fuck this is just in the mouth of madness like it's (laughs) it's literally just an investigator getting too deep and learning that the end result is you know apocalypse brought about by media it's just instead of being print media this time it's film and so it gets to jack off Mm. filmmakers and there is so much of that and which there is which which, which, sure is i don't in particular have a problem with but i i didn't find it nearly as new or inventive it it didn't feel like a passion and, project. And that's what Lee was alluding to earlier, where it was like, yeah. oh, something I really wanted to do, but I couldn't do. Right, well, right. I thought that this was just the same thing again, except this time being a little more masturbatory. I think it's a <laughs> different right. approach to the same type of story. I'm like sure. The, In the Mouth of Madness is ex- explicitly a Lovecraft, Stephen King-style story. Yeah. This is more of a, like full on i'd say it's like a, a like a mike hammer philip marlowe noir with maybe some really gross slasher horror so it, it sounded like i mean i don't think anybody has ever like 
tried to clamp down on John over the years, but like, do you think this was like, this is the, in the mouth of madness that I wanted to make, or you think he was just kind of like, I don't have any ideas. I'm just going to, I don't think so because in the mouth of madness explicitly was like, he was like, this is the third piece of my apocalypse. Yeah. And he was like, Hey, Stephen King, what up? Uh, um, because yeah, that yeah. is very explicitly that, and like while there are right. differences, I, I just found it a little too similar to really, yeah, yeah. It it, it, it reminded me. It reminded me so much of my favorite noir detective movie, Kiss Me Deadly. Yeah, mm-hmm. that uh, that's why I think I'm a little more. Um, forgiving to the See, idea but i love um, okay. mysteries right i i i know i, I love know, yeah. uncovering yeah. this one and i found this one far too predictable i feel like this one isn't yeah. about uncovering the mystery so much as learning about the person who's trying to uncover the mystery <sighs> yeah maybe okay. anyway that, that's that's kind of antithetical to noir though isn't it like I well that's like well, I, I I don't know. Maybe not. I I, I, can, know. I can see your point, Lee. I think I just um. So I, hmm. I also see Zach's point, but the, I think the thing that that we forget about noir very often, um, and this is me pushing up my glasses because I took a film noir class <laughs> um, in college. Actually, <laughs> mm-hmm. no, it's that that was a a, a genre applied retroactively. Mm, sure. Right. So. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was mm-hmm. a post hoc sort of assessment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lee, give some more details, and then I'll bitch some more. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds good. Um, so not that I didn't enjoy Norman this, but uh, like sure, sure. I, I have plenty I think to bitch about in in this regard. So Lee, yeah, okay. Norman Reedus owns a repertory theater. He also is a kind of a film private eye. He finds the films that no one can mm-hmm. find for the people who will willing to pay him mm-hmm. to do it. Um, he's also up to his eyeballs in debt. Um, his former father-in-law paid for the theater as a loan, and his wife is dead. Yeah. She killed herself. She was a drug addict. They were both drug addicts, and the father-in-law blames mm-hmm. him. Um, he, he's he got to be, what, 25 at this point? Like, uh, what the I fuck? Know. Well, so Zara, Zara Taylor is, is the wife in flashbacks, uh, mm-hmm. mostly. Okay. Yeah. All right. um, including a flashback of him finding her dead after slitting her wrists. Uh, like, ah, yeah. All right. So throughout the movie, he keeps getting like flashes of her Pretty, death. Like that's one of the things. Sure. That's that one of the him. light motifs. Um, is is you see a yeah. cigarette burn and then you see a flash of her death. That sort of thing. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, and then also it's it's one of the things that goes on in the movie is people who. Uh, okay. Well. Yeah. Get, okay. So, Udo Kier <laughs> is a crazy rich person who's a film fanatic, and he hires him to find this movie. Um, what's the exact La fin absolue de mon. So the uh, can you the ab- end of the world? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine being Udo Kier and being perfectly cast in every role you've ever played? In <laughs> <life>? <laughs> <laughs> They're just like super rich guy, really into films, like kind of manic, and it's creepy weird. and crazy. Creepy yeah. and crazy, and he goes, "Yeah, obviously, yeah, okay. of course, <laughs> I'll do this." So he he hires him to find. I'm this, trying to this find obscure... La fin absolue de mon. <laughs> Le fin absolue du monde. Everybody says it over they and say over again with varying levels of competency so in the accent. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. It's it's that, La that fin absolue du monde. Yeah. In an hour, that phrase is probably uttered about five hundred. Yeah. No, they times. say it constantly. Oh, like, wow. oh, have you okay. read La fin absolue du monde? Have you read Le fin absolue du monde? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the, he wants to find this film, and the legend of this film is it was shown once at this like uh, crazy like uh, horror essentially film festival where the audience went into a crazy riot and a bunch of people died. And Udo Kier was had tickets to it and didn't go. It's it's oh. it's got a lot of a lot of like cannibal holocaust vibes. It's got mm-hmm. I was gonna say, mm-hmm. like, I love this premise. That is so and it, fun. Yeah. And also like it's they referenced the right the, of spring by, by e- oh, Igor Stravinsky, yeah. which which I think the line is something like when Stravinsky premiered the right of spring, he didn't intend for there to be a riot. Yeah. But when this film came out, the filmmaker was trying to bring about yeah so. to bring about insanity or a riot or whatever. And violence. Yeah. Man, and, yeah. friend of the show Kev uh, worked at a video rental store in college, and we rented and watched Cannibal Holocaust. That movie's fucking stupid. Yeah, no, it. it's, it's not it's, good. It's, it's inc- There's it's, nothing good about it. It's not even that shocking. They just killed animals. It's like, well, why would you do that? That's yeah, stupid. no, it's it's just it's just, just don't do that. Uh, it's regular Milo and Otis. <laughs> kind of yeah. Yeah, it's a real a fox <laughs> and the hound. Um, <laughs> no, it's 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 just shock value, right? It's 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 it it's is. torture porn, but instead of it's famous because it was like the first one, and it was it was like a viral marketing campaign before that was a thing. Yeah. Well, and they they killed the animals, I think, really, yes. and then they thought there was the rumor that they killed actual humans. And yeah, like, and there was yeah, right, there's right. all that. Obviously, I mean, not. it's, it's again, stupid. it's viral marketing. It was it was yeah. It's the same thing as like Blair Witch or Paranormal Activity. This yeah, was real. Like, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, it's they a thing that works for horror movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, so the movie mostly follows him trying to track down information about this film. He ends up in Paris uh, at the archives for this film festival, and some guy with a, a fucked up hand is like, "This the projector caused this when I tried to screen this movie. Like, don't oh don't oh, do Lee, it." Oh, Lee, I think like, we skipped over a big thing. Um. Uh. What? What? That absolute. Oh, you're right. I yeah. Did. What? What? That absolute normie. What his? What his place is? Christopher Redman. Christopher Redman. Uh. So. Oh. Uh, Udo Kier is like, hey. Um. I have some he, props. From so the Christopher movie. Redman is like, or not? Not. Uh, Udo Kier is talking to Norman Reedus at this point. Yeah. He's like, yeah. hey, so go he, find he's... my film. But. Here's I've got some props from the movie. So behind his desk are these like really ornate angel wings, and he goes, "Those those are real." And he goes, "Oh, they're real props." And he's like, "Yeah." And then he brings him into a room, <laughs> hang on, where Christopher Redman is chained up and like <laughs> in white pancake makeup and like otherworldly, like creepy bones sticking out, rotating on a platform. And Udo Kier is just throwing things at him. And he's like, this is an angel. And they sacrificed him to make the movie. Oh, my God. The reason I know that, because the whole thing is the film print for this movie doesn't exist anymore because it was destroyed by the government after the the giant, like, violence. Sure, and it's like, sure. And he goes, tell him what you told me. He's throwing shit at him. He's like, my soul was bound to the film. If it was destroyed, I would know. And the implication is that... Christopher Redman is playing an angel oh, that the yeah. filmmaker cut the wings off of on film. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. He's truly not the accountant in this. Yeah. Uh, no. Right about that. And yeah. uh, <laughs> it is. What I will say about him is his 
visage in this movie uh gave me a nightmare at one yeah, point no it's oh. it's it's some it's some like pan's labyrinth guillermo del toro style like it really is okay. like yeah, yeah. body horror stuff it's it's incredibly brutal and very affecting i i will well, admit this carp, yeah. carp put his carp stand yeah it's it's yeah, it's, 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 it's johnny carps that's what he do yeah <laughs> carp got a carp um oh and 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 udo kier of course is is offers to give him exactly the amount of money he needs yeah right Faustian in this regard. It's an hour. Mm-hmm. We don't have time to fuck around yet. <laughs> yeah. Right. So he's over in Europe and he's looking for stuff. And like this dude is like, here, go to talk to this. He goes to talk to this like film critic who's like, here's some recordings I made of interviews. And the interviews while he's listening to them, he starts to get flashes of cigarette burns in his vision and sees his like dead wife and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And then everybody's like, wait, you're seeing the cigarette burns. The film is already in your mind. Like you're already, you. you're already too far gone, dude. Sorry. And he meets the, uh, the cinematographer, uh, who is just making snuff film at this point. And yeah. like, he watches them kill a woman and then he murders them. And like, but he does it off camera. Like right, because he, sure, he goes sure. into a, a, a few yeah. State. Norman like, Reedus yeah. is like captured yeah. by this weird, weird French cinematographer and watch it and mm-hmm. is forced to watch them murder a woman. And then he, they, this part is really graphic. Like they, they chop her head off. It takes like five swings. Oh, like, it is. And he's like, <laughs> oh, it is like this is much more of a large blade than a normal film cutting blade. But mm. it is still uh, as effective, and then he's just hack, 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 hack. And it's like it's this film is meant to make an impression. And like, he comes you know, out sure, like sure. How, like he's like, and then he like straddles Norman Reedus, and then we flash to like a cigarette burn, and then and, like yeah. five yeah, minutes yeah. later, just Norman Reedus is covered in blood, is unbound, and everyone else is dead in the room. Mm-hmm. Ah, of course, yeah, sure. So Reedus ends up in uh, Vancouver, and he meets the widow of the filmmaker, uh-huh. uh, okay. who is like, "Hey, um, no one's ever made it this far. Here it is. Like, here's here's the, here's the, the film. film. Uh, my husband, when he committed suicide, the filmmaker, when he committed suicide, he watched the movie every day, like, and he had this <laughs> psychosis. Right. He he." Try he tried to kill me and then killed himself and that I just got and she has this giant scar on her throat from when he tried to kill her like and she was like here you go here is the print (laughs) because he won he he finished the quest right yeah so he 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 finished the quest wink (laughs) yeah Yeah, he brings it to Udo Kier Udo gives him a check and he bounces he goes back to his theater it's all locked up because his father in law like said Uh, I'm gonna fucking take over the place yeah. yeah. And he's talking to his employee on the phone. He's like, what the fuck? What's going on? Blah, blah. And like, he mm-hmm. goes back to Udo Kier's place and his father-in-law follows him. And they go and uh, the Udo Kier's butler has gouged his eyes out at this point. Gouges it on film. So they all, they, they both watched the film. Like stabs himself in the in the mm-hmm. eyes, like on camera. Yeah. Like we're we're getting uh, he, real carpy on this. Oh one, yeah. yeah, blames blames Norman Reedus for it. Norman Reedus goes into the theater and Udo Kier's there, and you see him like 
these awful sounds are coming out and he's like doing something off camera just below screen. And he's like, I watched it. And he's like, I got inspired to make my own movie. And he's threading his intestines into the projector. Oh my. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Like you hear him like slice his own belly open and feed his intestines. This is incredibly brutal. I no doubt. It's somehow graphic without showing you most Which of what's going that on. Which is something that I really um, appreciate sure. about this because that's that's the kind of horror that I like. I don't need gore. It's, what I need is the implication of gore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Foley work in this scene. My oh God. boy, they just were taking hot dogs Splatter and sounds. No, it was, it was sounds. like it was not even hot dogs. It was Vienna sausages that they were just rubbing together. <laughs> Oh, that wet, wet, wet on wet. (laughs) So he goes back, he goes and he sits in the theater and his father-in-law's there and he's going to, his father-in-law's going to fucking kill him. And they go and they watch the movie and his dead wife comes out of the screen and murders his father-in-law. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. Wow. And then he sits down and, uh, you know, he watches the movie. And he, I I believe he kills himself at this point. Yeah. He shoots himself. Shoots himself in the head. And then... The angel, mm, the the blind, the now blinded butler, yeah, on his hands and knees crawls over, mm-hmm. unlocks the guy's the chains angel's chains, and hands yeah. him the film. Oh, he's free now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Got the it. angel then, uh, as soon as the film wraps, he goes and he puts it in into like the 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 container. He has the the, the raw tin, film, yeah. and then he. He he walks down the aisle. He finds uh, uh, Norman Reedus dead, the, the 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 father dead, and he's like, "Thank you for this." And cut to black. Wow, <laughs> that that could have been a three-hour-long movie. That that was so much. So this is my that, this is my, that's my true. thing. That's with true. It. <laughs> it really could have. And like, God damn. with with a few with a few slightly better supporting actors. With maybe like a half hour to forty minutes more of story development, I think this could have been yeah that a, an excellent movie. It could have been like oh John Carpenter's best movie since because well, I'm being honest here. As John Carpenter is my favorite director, he has not made a good movie since the early. Oh, are 90s. you saying Ghosts of Mars mm-hmm. was not good? No, no, you're right. No, no. <laughs> absolutely right. Well, and also, all right, this was 2005. This is like when Hostel came out. This is the Eli Roth, Ty West, like yeah, but it's not era, like it's you know? not where like torture porn was sort of. But the it's thing. oh, you're saying if he went to a studio and pitched like uh, kind of like that, anybody would have bought that. And they're like, wait, yeah. you're John Goddamn Carp. Oh, okay, yeah, take all the it money. It wasn't more. anywhere like, near sure. as gory as those. Like it wasn't like. But if you pitched it as that, like yeah, I get what's yeah, the saying. thing you guys yeah. described sounded like it's 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 gross but it's not so like overt about it yeah i wonder if like part of the project is working in the limitations well i mean that's that's why i love for instance this thing is it's working within constraints right it's creative creativity (laughs) it's 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 like you give you give zach a title and a bunch of and like (laughs) one really good actor a mediocre actor and two unknowns and just tell him to go and working within that constraint and then he produces something that's really really interesting and cool that's true we we do work within constraints every i mean but that's the thing that i've zero dollars that's the thing that i feel about (laughs) art like i don't like completely free art 
because I find that it is ultimately meaningless. Whereas it's it's like when a when a so this this is a very commercial stupid version of what you're saying, but like when a sitcom gets canceled and moves to streaming, it goes from uh, having the constraint of it needs to be this long and you can only say these mm-hmm. things. And, yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, yes, yep. yeah. That that that's precisely it. Like. I don't. Or when somebody finally tells James Cameron he can make Avatar, that's like yeah, no, and you end no. up with and you end up with <laughs> Avatar, which yeah. he hasn't had a constraint in three decades. Yeah, exactly. well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but like, but but yeah. yeah. So like that's the thing, Lee. Is like I I don't know if this would have been as good if he had been able to do what he actually wanted to, because it was good. I I have my problems with it, but it was good. I think what I'm imagining is imagining is a a, a version of L'absolument. this. <laughs> Dog John Lennon, um, a version of this that is really doubled down on the detective noir style mm. of it. So, like a, yeah, a horror yeah. noir movie is, and like I know he already did a horror detective story, but it's not very noiry. It's 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 cosmic horror. Like it's it's very it's a cosmic well, horror story with. A I mean, detective. the thing was sure. a little like that too, wasn't it? Mm, it's a mystery a little bit. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Although, and I guess that makes sense because that's also part of his apocalypse, trilogy. right? And um, oh, yeah, and sure. uh, to yeah. a significantly lesser degree, Prince of Darkness is also trying to figure out the mystery the, of the middle piece uh, of his apocalypse trilogy. Right. Um, so, okay. which I I will say, guys, I have rewatched multiple times since we recorded that episode. <laughs> it might be my favorite John Carpenter oh, movie at this point. Whew. Ooh, I mean, right. it is very flawed, but something about it just works for uh-huh. me. I don't know. Yeah. No, no. Big Trouble in Little yeah, China. Yeah, there you go. Like, Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the one John Carpenter will never do on the show because it's the only one Zach knows. Oh, that and Halloween. That's true. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think Big Trouble in Little China is very near the top of the list for the movies that we started with. We're like, that would be fucking cool to do. Yeah, it'd be very interesting. Anyway, I I just I'm I'm imagining a version that is is like a '50s horror noir, which is a thing that didn't really happen in the mm-hmm. '50s. Like for yeah. for everything yeah. that noir is, there weren't a lot of like there were thrillers and there were mysteries mm-hmm. and there were creepy ones. Like I'm the Seventh Victim is a very sure. mm-hmm. probably the closest thing to a horror movie in the noir genre that I can mm-hmm. think of. Sure. Um, like we, a straight horror yeah. movie. We keep but, talking like, about noir. I today watched Basic Instinct. That movie fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not oh, great. <laughs> uh, my partner was talking about wanting to watch that because uh, she's been listening to a couple different podcasts about Showgirls because we watched Showgirls uh, not that ooh, long. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. I, you know, Basic I, Instinct man, is not great. No, looking back on Michael Douglas as a human being oh, fucking blows. My God. <laughs> Hard to hard to root for. Hard to root and for. And the movie's boring and it's terrible and, and also it's the you you spend the whole time going, They're not gonna do that thing. That's the obvious thing. They do that Yeah, thing. no, it's, it's just it's a thing. Joe it's a Joe Esterhaus script, yeah. right? It know. is. His his whole thing was like, how much can I get paid for a script? Like, um, or how little work can I put into a pitch to get right. paid? And for that's it? and okay. that's the thing that I really hate in movies is the predictive thing unless unless yeah. it's like Ugh. goddamn christmas prince for time prince 
where like you know what you Ooh. want and like you know <laughs> why aren't they giving us the time yeah <laughs> like you know that that time prince is gonna come out of the time matrix like go ahead yeah yeah um fair, fair, fair. but but in general if it's a movie that i actually care about yeah i i really <laughs> i really dislike I want somebody to surprise me. That's just yeah. my like. You've talked about this before, where and you're very good at calling the fucking thing. Yeah, like I, yeah. I, I maybe I consume too much media. Hmm. Eh. <laughs> I think you just. I think you just are are a former student of story. I am. I'm a, yeah. like I. Probably. I'm pattern recognize things and yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. um, of course we're right now. Lee and I are meeting Zach, our mentor, as we have the call to uh, adventure of our terrible story. No, I got nothing. I was I was trying to do it like a. Oh, I was really curious nah, where you were going with that. I was, I was really, I was really gonna like try to try to weave a narrative where we are some kind of um, um, hero um, of a thousand I, I faces. Honestly, though, if, and... if we were. If we were gonna fill roles in a, in like a Joseph Campbell uh, uh, hero with a thousand faces story structure, Zach would be the junior adventure boy. For yeah, sure. that's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, I fall be... into the hole. Somebody has to rescue me for sure. Yeah. No, 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 no. You would be oh. the one going on the. You're on the, the one on the adventure. I would be the one calling you to the adventure, and Seth would be the ultimate boon at the end. He'd be the god that you have to like. Oh, oh. yeah, that that does check out. Oh, yeah. I don't know about okay. any of that, fellas. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, it's not. This is. Not not adventure time i'm not billy i'm the old obi-wan zach is the luke and yeah. seth is the whatever god is in star wars <laughs> midichlorians um, midichlorians for sure <laughs> if if you go into like he's the a, rebels he's an unknowable force in the world yeah. i mean are you are you the the fucking um, the three the father and the, the and father the, the, and son the son and the daughter, and the daughter? yeah no from yeah. from you're, rebels you're definitely not hayden christensen at the end of jedi as a hologram yeah i That'd mean <laughs> no that's true I'm yeah. not saying that I haven't murdered a school full of children, but well. <laughs> no, 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 that's awful. Oh. No, no, yeah, no, no, that, that was bad. What I meant was uh, a school full of fish with your appetite. Perhaps. Yeah. Mm. Or I'm not Kit Fisto. If only we could. We be. all want to be. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> Zach's future sons, Kit and Fisto. Oh, not even sons. I, I don't care what. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. You cannot name a woman Fisto. I'm sorry. We can't oh, stand for that. Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. Oh, like, I know shit. gender roles and all this, but like, I put I, some. You have to draw a line. Kids, and be old kids are cruel. Somewhere. Kids are cruel. Yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, it'll be a learning process. I don't know the way that the way that the the youths I know are moving. I feel like if you named a daughter or a son for that matter, but if you named anyone Fisto and they went to school, the kids would be like, "I'm so sorry. Can we like get you to a shelter? Like what? What is like? <laughs> do you need the? That's true. Do you need kids the, are so much cooler than we are. <laughs> get can get out of there. Like I'm sorry that your parents like abused you in the womb. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy, Lee. Anything else you want to talk about with this boy? Yeah. What else? No. I mean, it's like it's a John Carpenter movie, but a cheaper version and a shorter version. Yeah. And like, I there's things I I think are really great about it, and things I wish had gone a little further. And I think Seth maybe disagrees about well, that. Well, I I sure, I just sure. was frustrated, and and sitting here talking about it because it's been like mm, a week and a half since I watched this. But I was frustrated because I saw so much other Carpenter work in this. 
that I I was like, mm, I really wanted like a new interesting story. Now maybe perhaps so like at this point in his career he had he's coming off of like four flops in yeah. a row. So maybe this is like going back okay, to me... what I know. Yeah. The things, the types of stories that I really liked, because clearly if it's so similar to his Apocalypse movies, Mm -hmm. like he has passion for that kind of storytelling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, and that's entirely possible and I can respect that. But I just, just coming in, watching a Carpenter that I had not seen before, I was like, I wanted something new and I was a little disappointed because I mean, it's no Ghosts of Mars. Am I right? (laughs) I, I I will I, really I will like... say this: all of the imagery in Udo Kier's mansion between Udo Kier, his butler, and his chained-up angel, <laughs> um, terrifying. Yeah, no, it, it, <laughs> yeah. it was it was. But again, perfectly cast. Yeah, like, no, it was it was yes. all yeah. it was all extremely. There was a lot of affect on there, and I and I do respect, it, and I think that I will definitely rate it higher now talking about it again and with a little distance than i would have after immediately watching it because i was i was frustrated i i was gonna say i also really enjoy this you guys painted a picture of this like weird like dark secret society of horror movie directors that are like getting together and they're like we should all do these like secret things yeah right <laughs> like that sounds fucking awesome and i i have watched a couple of these i didn't know that that was the like background for it where it was like let's get all the people together that want to maybe do like a short they were just thing. apparently they were all just hanging out and they were like yeah oh, let's do this thing down the like, street the so same old thing awesome. they did last week yeah. not a thing to do but talk to you well yeah they're all all right. <laughs> oh, mm. some big star. Uh, that 70s show. Yeah. Right, but, well, that's Cheap Trick's cover of Big Star's mm. song yes. down the street from the album number one record. Oh, boy, you had to big dog me, didn't you? Maybe, like, top five debut album of all, all time? Right. I don't know. All right, like, all, right. Yeah. all right, all right. Should we, should we do the rates? No, yeah, I mean, we don't, we don't have any kind of money or anything, I don't think. No, there's no yeah, money involved. Yeah, I would assume yeah so. uh right. yeah all right so the imdb rating with uh ooh, eight eight thousand six votes the number of the upside down mm-hmm. oral sex really forced that one in all right <laughs> it's yeah. a little hard is a 7.6 <laughs> so am i okay um yeah okay. um i'm gonna go first I mean, this time Uh, right again I enjoyed this retroactively much more now than I did first off and I don't know if it's a mental state thing or if it's just I haven't seen my friends in a while and I just wanted to it is nice to talk to you guys it's that but I know I fucking love doing this thing it's it's weird uh, how the last couple of weeks have been so separate but you know Mm -hmm. holidays and whatnot. Mm -hmm. anyway oh man actually it was kind of fun and zach i think i think you would love watching this oh i'm gonna do it as soon as yeah possible. G- yeah. yeah i think i think this is right up your alley and it is effectively creepy and i did feel disturbed afterwards and like i'm not a huge horror guy but like it's sure it's up there um yeah. i'm gonna give this a um 
an eight, actually. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. Zach, your run, Lola, run esque BDSM. <laughs> no, it's even harder to film than run, Lola. Run. Yeah, it's I'm so sure complicated. it is. <laughs> and 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 as as we had just said, like I, this sort of thing is so like we end up actually being creative. I know. Um, it, and I great. thought you did yeah. a spectacular job. Thank you. Um, and while this is certainly not my favorite sort of movie, uh, and I don't know if I would terribly enjoy it, I think that it that the way that you described it was so well done. You get a ten. Oh, my sweet boy. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to toot my own horn. I, I am not gonna do that. But I feel like the movie I made was almost a Carpenter movie, like in a. It could be. Sort of mm. like the visuals, like I was. Channeling if, well, you him need some more, like it, kind of. I yeah. <laughs> I'll let you have that. I'll let you have. Yeah, that. like yeah. just all the like savage beatings and the whatnots. Like I, I think yeah. you would need some kind of like um, extra like extra human sort of situations to make oh, it. I was thinking fair. like that's your fair. description made you. Who directed Funny Games? Oh, um, oh, that's a fucking crazy good movie. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's and he's German, mm, so that's yeah, perfect. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't remember. Um, that's that's what that's who I imagine directed your movie. Sure, uh, it feels very similar, where it's just brutality mm-hmm. through and through. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. like well measured. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. you weirdly get a ten out of me for this thing that I don't think Whew. I would enjoy watching, but I think is a good thing. <laughs> You'd appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, yeah. bud. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. I'll keep it short. Uh, Samesies, both scores for me. Um, <laughs> okay. Eight and a ten. Like Wow. Uh, yeah. Like uh, the, the Carpenter is, is terribly creepy, and there's so much promise there, and it doesn't quite get there, but it's, yeah. it's like enough mm-hmm. to get to, to make me appreciate yeah. it, really. Yeah. Yeah. And Zach's movie was so well made, so well thought out, so was, intricate yeah, and dude. interesting. And like, I just, it was. Zach, good job, dude. That was incredible. Come on, I, man. I appreciate it so much. This is all I live for. I... <laughs> Quit your job, divorce your wife, go to Hollywood, baby. <laughs> it has never failed anyone. Ooh, here we go. Oh no, don't don't do those <laughs> things. But <laughs> I'm just waiting for Zach to like you know be down on his luck. <laughs> just oh god, doing some stuff he didn't think he was gonna do for money, <clears throat> i.e., working the drive-through window. <laughs> Head in and out. That would be my life. Uh, that trajectory is in my future, I think. Yeah. Mm. One of these days. <laughs> I'd do it at Sheets. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Well, all right. insert joke here. <laughs> 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 Good times had by all, yeah. Um, Zach, great yeah. job. That was, Thank you. Thank that, you was that was like, uh, again, not super everything. pleasant movie, but I think a Indeed. very well-organized and thought-out movie much appreciated yeah, yeah. Uh, tried to be affecting yeah yeah um, you were dude good job <laughs> uh next week we have one that has uh we've been looking forward to watching this movie for a it's been long on the books for over it, a year yeah. over a we, year oh yeah the episode has been on for over a year i this movie is another one of those like first ones we put on the list like this really looking forward to it this episode has been planned since seth lived in two places ago that's true oh, seth has fuck. been through some life shit since this movie oh wow was seth that's was the... not married when we yeah, this episode. yeah yeah that's true um uh-huh. hmm. 
Also, when's your anniversary? It's like soon. a week. Oh, it's like right now. Yeah, it's yeah. like a week. Ooh, I'm gonna send you an edible arrangement. Ooh, <laughs> I'm gonna sign my name to the card. I'm gonna have okay, so right. much more pineapple than I usually do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as long as you know the world doesn't collapse in the town where i live uh, i was gonna say sending you an edible arrangement would be fraught because it would take a week and a half to actually get to you and it would just be a fly maggot mess let's remake the (laughs) kevin costner flop the postman but he only delivers edible arrangements oh i would watch the shit out of that because see this is why i can never be an artist because this is my idea of an art project (laughs) it's all satire and it's all kind of garbage is it satire i'm pretty i'm i think i'm being like pretty genuine about my desire for this story to be i love i love you your life with a benefactor that is going to give you so much money and then like in a warhol kind of way you have a bunch of sub artists that like do your biddings and you're just like, yeah. okay. I I don't like that unless they're unionized. Yeah, of course. Well, he's gonna well, pay. Not, he's gonna pay them a, like, like a fair wage, right? Oh well, it's up to you. It's your life. But uh, yeah, you're just like Zach. Okay, he's gonna to make... pay them a fair wage because it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Sure, yeah. <sighs> but like, like all these goofs comes to fruition, and uh, your benefactor is just very disappointed in you all the time. Yeah, definitely. Pineapple also, statues. much like Andy Warhol, I've definitely filmed myself eating Burger King before. So. <laughs> oh, sure. that commercial is... <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Something else. Oh, boy. What? I can't even... Wow. Um. <laughs> anyway, so next week, yep. Zach, what's up? Next week, we are having uh, Elliot, new friend of the show, mm-hmm. Doing the a very Tom old Hanks... friend of mine. He's a like we yes, indeed, we, indeed. we 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 went through PhDs together. So oh yes yes. Uh, doing the Tom Hanks Leo DiCaprio Catch Me If You Can. A really fucking <laughs> fun <Perhaps movie. laughs> the best Spielberg movie post two thousand. Oh, I'm okay with interesting. that. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. you could make that argument. It's in the conversation. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be fucking great. Yeah. Uh, boy. Boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Um. Okay. Well. In, until then, uh, I'll kill all the Nazis. She's not killing. So. Hey. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. I mean. Yes. Yes. Fuck mm-hmm. all those fascists. There it is. Good night. Yep. <laughs>